Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 269. Our God is love, unchanging love, and can we ask for more? Our prayer for love's increase is vain, t'was infinite before. Ask not the Lord with breath of praise for more than we accept. The open fount is free to all. God's promises are kept. Hymn number 269.
If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. And you do so, and you will find our readings for tonight. And our theme is Divine Mind. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible, Job, is not God in the height of heaven? And behold, the height of the stars, how high they are. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I troubled at his presence, when I consider I am afraid of him. For God maketh my heart soft, and the Almighty troubleth me, because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither hath he covered the darkness from my face. Leviticus, the son of an Israelitish woman whose father was an Egyptian, went out among the children of Israel, and this son of the Israelitish woman and a man of Israel strove together in the camp. And the Israelitish woman's son blasphemed the name of the Lord and cursed, and they brought him unto Moses. And his mother's name was Shalometh, the daughter of Debri of the tribe of Dan. And they put him in ward, that the mind of the Lord might be showed them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Bring forth him that have cursed without the camp, and let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, Whosoever curseth his God shall bear his sin. And he that blasphemeth the name of the Lord, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well as the stranger, as he that is born in the land, when he blasphemeth the name of the Lord shall be put to death. Job, surely it is meet to be said unto God, I have borne chastisement. I will not offend any more. That which I see not, teach thou me. If I have done iniquity, I will do no more. Should it be according to thy mind? He will recompense it, whether thou refuse or whether thou choose, and not I. Therefore speak what thou knowest. Let men of understanding tell me, and let a wise man hearken unto me. Although thou sayest thou shalt not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore trust thou in him. 1 Corinthians, I hath not seen, 
nor ear heard, neither hath any entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, same the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Mortal mind, acting from the basis of sensation in matter, is animal magnetism. But this so-called mind, from which comes all evil, contradicts itself and must finally yield to the eternal truth or the divine mind expressed in science. In proportion to our understanding of Christian science, we are freed from the belief of heredity, of mind in matter, or animal magnetism. And we disarm sin of its imaginary power in proportion to our spiritual understanding of the status of immortal being. When man is governed by God, the ever-present mind who understands all things, Man knows that with God all things are possible. The only way to this living truth which heals the sick is found in the science of divine mind as taught and demonstrated by Christ Jesus. Truth has no beginning. The divine mind is the soul of man and gives man dominion over all things. Man was not created from a material basis, nor bidden to obey material law, which spirit never made. His province is in spiritual statutes, in the higher law of mind. Divine mind rightly demands man's entire obedience, affection, and strength. No reservation is made for any lesser loyalty. Obedience to truth gives man power and strength. Submission to error superinduces loss of power. Be firm in your understanding 
that the divine mind governs, that in science, man reflects God's government. Have no fear that matter can ache, swell, or be inflamed as the result of a law of any kind, when it is self-evident that matter can have no pain nor inflammation. Your body would suffer no more from tension or wounds than the trunk of a tree which you gash or the electric wire which you stretch were it not for mortal mind. Sin makes deadly thrusts at the Christian scientist as ritualism and creed are summoned to give place to higher law. But science will ameliorate mortal malice. The Christianly scientific man reflects the divine law, thus becoming a law unto himself. He does violence to no man, neither is he a false accuser. The Christian scientist wisely shapes his course and is honest and consistent in the following the leadings of divine mind. He must prove through living as well as healing and teaching that Christ's way is the only one by which mortals are radically saved from sin and sickness. Mortals obtain the harmony of health only as they forsake discord, acknowledge the supremacy of divine mind, and abandon their material beliefs, eradicate the image of disease from the perturbed thought before it has taken tangible shape in conscious thought, alias the body, and you prevent the development of disease. This task becomes easy if you understand that every disease is an error and has no character nor type except what mortal mind assigns to it. By lifting thought above error or disease, and contending persistently for truth, you destroy error. Christian science refutes everything that is not a postulate of the divine principle, God. It is the soul of divine philosophy, and there is no other philosophy. It is not a search after wisdom. It is wisdom. It is God's right hand grasping the universe. All time, space, immortality, thought, extension, cause and effect, constituting and governing all identity, individuality, law, and power. It stands on this scriptural platform that he made all that was made, and it is good, reflects the divine mind, is governed by it, and that nothing apart from this mind, one God, is self-created or evolves the universe. The divine hand led me into a new world of light and life, a fresh universe, old to God, but new to his little one. It became evident that the divine mind alone must answer and be found as the life or principle of all being. 
and that one must acquaint himself with God if he would be at peace. He must be ours practically, guiding our every thought and action. Else we cannot understand the omnipresence of good sufficiently to demonstrate, even in part, the science of the perfect mind and divine healing. God being infinite mind, he is the all-wise, all-knowing, all-loving father-mother. But God made man in his own image and likeness and made them male and female, as the scriptures declare. Then does not our heavenly parent, the divine mind, include within this mind the thoughts that express the different mentalities of man and woman, whereby we may consistently say, our Father, Mother, God. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 104. Help us, O Lord, to bear the cross, the cross our master bore, to brave the sense's angry shock, our faith secure upon the rock of Christ forevermore. Hymn number 104.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our Wednesday testimony meeting for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We actually have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites. Many of those are in other foreign languages, and as a result, God's Word, His healing and inspiring Word, is reaching people across the globe. And indeed, people from all over the world have found one or more of our websites, have found God's healing Word, and comforting, healing, and inspiring work, as we include in our websites. And we're so thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. And I would like very much to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. We have so much material there. It is all free of charge. And it all comes with the love of this church. And I'd like to uh, point out a couple of things we're now featuring on our English website. You know, this week our lesson topic is soul, and we are featuring an article by Bicknell Young entitled One Soul. It's quite a beautiful article. I really recommend reading it. And there's another inspiring article, uh, very much inspiring, called The Frozen River. This was read in Mrs. Eddy's household many times at her request. Very inspiring. Uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock, and we offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m., and our Sunday school has a teleconference feature, one devoted exclusively to the Sunday school, and therefore many of the students actually attend by telephone. But what this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. We would love to welcome your child there. Got one more announcement before we go on. Our next Bible study will be on Saturday, February 25th. The Bible study questions are already posted on the website. So check those out and do some research and studying before you join us on Saturday, February 25th at 10 a.m. for a very lively Bible study, as they all are. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, 
who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everybody that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will enable everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. Keep in mind, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead. Good evening, and thank you for those wonderful practical readings tonight. I just loved um, from miscellaneous writings. He must be ours practically, guiding our every thought and action, else we cannot understand the omnipresence of good sufficiently to demonstrate, even in part, the science of the perfect mind and divine healing. I really would like to express my gratitude for the early workers' wonder-filled works on Christian science and to the Plainfield Christian Science Church workers for their dedication in their mission of furnishing such an abundance of these writings on their website, infinitely blessing mankind with the same. For the second time, and there will be many more, I'm sure, I'm listening every night and all through the night, to Gilbert Carpenter's beautiful book, Mary Baker Eddy, Her Spiritual Footsteps, and beautifully read, I might add. Mr. Carpenter's book is the account of the time he spent working with Mrs. Eddy at Pleasant View, her home in Concord, New Hampshire. Every detail of the running of the home was in direct obedience to God, good. To see the extent of how Christian science was practiced and lived in this home, is a wonderful inspiration to all. It's an awesome reminder to rise to the occasion of every day and every moment by practicing what we learn in Christian science. Thank you, Plainfield Church. Thank you, Mrs. Eddy. Thank you, early workers. And thank you, Christ Jesus. In other words, thank you, Almighty God, for your powerful message and the way that it's being spread all over the world. Good night. Thank you. Jeremy. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I'm very grateful tonight for all I have learned here in Plainfield, including the fact that God is good and that Christian science is all about learning the truth of who we are and the truth of God's creation and also the importance of affirming that truth daily and not allowing ourselves to be fooled into thinking we are separate from God or could even or even could be separate separated from him. It struck me recently how much of what the world considers intelligent behavior is caught up in denying all that Christian science allows us to prove to ourselves as true. 
So many people seem to be denying the divine beauty all around us and instead insist it's all here by accident. They deny the kindness they see in their neighbors and would rather see danger and hopelessness. They feel lost and alone because they deny the joy and fulfillment that the Christ would bring to them. I certainly did all this and more, but once I was brought to this church and started to learn this science, all the negative effects of denying the Christ began to fade and be replaced with the truth of who God made us to be. I'm so grateful for this, and I'm grateful to be a member of this church and to have regular practitioner support. What a constant blessing it is to be here. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. Tonight I'm reading a testimony of healing I experienced almost two years ago when God first led me to Plainfield Independent. I was going through some stress in life which resulted in my back seizing up and becoming extremely painful. I hobbled to my bed and lay flat on my back in seeming agony. Knowing that only Christian science could help me, I reached out to hear something from the pure Christian science taught through our global 24-7 reading room here at Plainfoot Independent. And I came across Love Your Enemies from Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy. I had never read Love Your Enemies before. I'd skimmed it, but as I had never actually understood how to love anyone who had done harm to one, I'd always turned away from actually reading this or even trying to understand it. Not 30 seconds into this sublime reading by a pure practitioner here, I started to sob. Mrs Eddy's quote, What is it that harms you? Can height or depth or any other creature separate you from the love that is omnipresent good, that blesses infinitely one and all? Simply count your enemy to be that which defiles, defaces, and dethrones the Christ image that you should reflect. End quote. My spontaneous and tearful reaction to that passage surprised me, and at the same time, I felt a heavenly comfort reaching through my consciousness, my human so called history, and correcting all the hurt and rejection I had been carrying around with me for decades. So many images of my past crowded into my consciousness, coming and going, only to leave a glowing sense of love in their place. I listened to this holy reading of Love Your Enemies over and over again, weeping and at the same time feeling an immeasurable sense of love and freedom, compassion and bliss, a soul cleansed a heart healed in those moments. My life viewed to my thought suddenly came into focus as a life not of sadness, but of joy, not of grief for what could have been, but of love, love, and still more love in the grand congregation of our Lord. It would have been on the third or fourth repeat of working with this recording that I suddenly realised all my back pain had evaporated. I jumped up and went on about my day as if that painful attack had never been. 
All those years I had been holding a belief that I had been harmed by violence and human hatred, but in actuality I was with God's love the whole time. He did give his angels charge over me to keep me. He did love me. No harm had ever been done to my spiritual self. In giving up my belief that I had been hurt, I was free. Thank you to my wonderful practitioner at this church, whose wisdom and love is indeed sublime and carries the hallmarks of truth as pointed out by Mrs. Eddy in Jesus' own command. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Thanks be to our Lord God Almighty, to Christ Jesus and to Christian science for this beautiful healing and so much love to you all. And now we have a testimony from Patricia in Canada. Many years ago, I signed up to be an attendant in the Joint Reading Room in downtown Toronto, which was strategically located directly opposite the City Hall. It was pretty exhilarating serving there as Toronto's very international and the reading room was right in the hub of the tourist and business section. People from all parts of the world and of all religions would drop by and talk and ask questions. Whatever small amount of French and Spanish I knew then was pressed into daily action, although I don't remember much of those languages today. The reading room had two rooms, a front room with a display of books, pamphlets and resources for sale where the attendant sat and could talk. The back room where people could study and pray was separated from the front room with a glass wall. One day after my training, when I was still in the process of opening up and didn't have time to lock the cash yet, the first person walked in and was a woman who explained she had an urgent matter to talk about and asked if we could step into the study room at the back to have some privacy. She had planned it so that I would have my back to the cash as she poured out her tale of woe, and I was responding about God's love for her. But something didn't feel right to me, and I turned to see her male partner had just come in and was headed for the cash drawer. At first I was upset and I thought that I might be blamed as a new attendant for the missing cash. And then I realized that was a silly thought because my church knew me well and trusted me, so that just wouldn't happen. That was only animal magnetism, talking trash talk, not truth. I brushed by the lady that I was talking to as I headed toward the cash. I prayed to know that no one could be attracted to stealing. God's creation is sinless and pure. Only God's plan is in action. Just as I realized that I couldn't reach the cash in time, a young new adherent from my branch church came in. He was manly and had a very loud, boomy voice and declared that he had an emergency and that he needed to talk to me about it, and he insisted that I drop everything and talk to him instead. I realized that he was a godsend under the circumstances, 
Startled to see that I now had a witness and male help, the two thieves left abruptly without getting any cash. When I was off shift, I continued to pray about the situation to see that nothing but progress and purity had happened. Several weeks later, the woman came in again by herself and went directly to the study room to study. She never asked to speak to me again, but often went into the back part of the study room to study. My thanks to God for his very present help in trouble. I'm very grateful to now be a member of our wonderful Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. I'm so thankful for its 24-7 website reading room and for all the articles that I can also access right from my phone. Good evening. Thank you. Shardell. Good evening. I am grateful to be learning that God has a plan, a good plan, even if we don't always know exactly what it is. Being prayed up certainly does help to keep me alert to any angel message that comes my way. This happened not long ago when I needed a professional or needed professional help with my phone that I had caused to install a security locking device so I could not call or text. Because the person who was going to completely erase my phone of all the information was late, late for our scheduled meeting, another kind person excuse me, said that this was not necessary and what to do. <coughs> excuse me. A church friend took me to another store where my phone was restored and all my information was replaced in the process of the unlocking. And I could now use the phone at no cost. I would like to add that the person with the angel message is a Marine and is currently being installed as a sheriff in our county. Thank you, God, for watching over the Plainfield Church, where our teachers and practitioners keep us focused on the Bible and Mrs. Eddy's writings that in turn enable us to <coughs> excuse me, stay on our spiritual path of freedom and love. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is Bruce, and I would like to uh, share my thanks for the article that I mentioned earlier, The Frozen River. And the reason I'm doing that is because it means a lot to me. It actually is somewhat descriptive of my own experience. The article talks about a river that gets frozen solid in the cold of winter, and that day by day, over many days, the sun came out and persistently shone on that river. And even though it took many days, eventually the sun melted the river and it started to flow again. It reminds me of a song that we sometimes sing in our church here called, Love Never Faileth. And, and that is so true. Even though divine love may need a lot of continuance and uh, persistence. Love never gives up 
walks away and throws its hand up in the air. That never happens. Love never faileth. And I got to believe that describes my experience coming to this church. I think I've said this before, but I was not in good shape. I was uh, burdened with a lot of fear and dread. And it took quite some time. But divine love never gave up on me. Uh, fairly read one passage from Science and Health in her readings today where she says, Every disease is an error and has no character nor type except what mortal mind assigns to it. And I think this is what Christian science did for me. Whatever my problems were, I was not subject to what mortal mind would assign to me because mortal mind has really no power of its own or at all, truthfully. And that divine love can reveal that truth and heal whatever needs to be healing. And I'm so grateful for uh, Christian science as I found it here in the Plainfield Church. It has helped me immensely. My life is much happier and healthier. And uh, besides that, I'm feeling like I got a purpose for living, a reason for getting up every morning. And um, so just like that sun that shone on that river, that divine love that shone on my life never gave up on me. And I'm so thankful for that. Uh, Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude for all that is offered at Plainfield so that each individual can learn pure Christian science and how to apply it in daily life. We are so blessed with all the audios, literature, and classes. And from this, my understanding of Christian science is becoming clearer step by step, precept by precept. I'm also very grateful for the lessons I am learning through the challenges that I face and the practitioner support that here, that teaches as it heals and heals as it teaches. One morning, a family member called me for prayerful support for another family member who had been taken to the hospital. The doctors were trying to find a solution to the problem without using surgery, which would make the situation more complicated and possibly lead to more issues down the road. That night, I mostly worked to see this individual as God's man, taking time to let go of any past thought that I had in my thinking of this individual in any way as a suffering personality. For any negative that came to my thought, I would counter it with the word of God from the readings that we have been given from the Bible and the science of health. I also found Kratzer's article, Law of Right Feeling, very helpful, where he reminds us that the only true emotion is what is given by God, such as joy, and is part of God's man, and cannot be interfered with, taken away, or interrupted. The next morning, the problem had adjusted itself 
so that the surgery was not necessary and the individual was restored to peace and was able to eat and then come home that same night. This individual later called me to express gratitude for the prayers and the healing results. During this time, another blessing took place with the family member who had originally called me. We were able to clear up some misunderstandings and have an honest sharing of feelings that brought forth healing to the relationship. This was the result of many months of prayer and living this science. I'm very grateful for my Plainfield practitioner's support that enabled me to help this family member, and which is giving me a growing sense of having God in the middle of our relationships. I'm very grateful for, to be part of this church and be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Craig. Uh, thank Jared for the beautiful music, the comforting, inspiring music, and thank you, Fairly, for the, <clears throat> the great readings. I, uh, I, I love this church and see that uh, understanding and learning about God, we really learn about ourselves. Uh, I, gratitude to a healing practitioner's church because I, I had a... <clears throat> I was giving a somewhat uh, little scary diagnosis by an eye doctor recently, and I had a was supposed to go to a follow-up eye exam. And I called the practitioner before that, and I uh, she lifted me. I she had been talking to me before about studying Bicknell Young's eyes and ears, his collected writings. It's available in this church, and it's it's so uplifting. And so it just, it progresses, it, it lists and, and teaches what, really what we are. We are like God, and nothing less than that. So I was scheduled for an eye exam, another, and some further tests today, and the practitioner told me, and it, it's true, and it feels so good that as I was never born into matter, I'm not going to deteriorate, not, not in any of my optical nerves or anything that I'm, I, I see because God sees. It doesn't require, as it says, Victor Young, eyeballs to see or ears to hear, but God, mind hears. Well, that was very inspiring and, and uplifting. And I felt like I was his tool. And that's, that was the crux of me. So I went to the uh, eye doctor today, and he expected to see some, you know, trouble. But he didn't. He gave me a bunch of tests, and I passed them. And he was surprised that there was no trouble, <laughs> no problems there at all. <laughs> He said he was surprised, <laughs> but I knew that it was God working, and uh, that's what was going on. I think Mary Baker Eddy and this, our practitioners and this practitioner for yeah, lifting me, protecting me, and allowing me to continue to do this work properly. 
Thank you. Thank you. Gary. Gary. In the readings tonight, uh, it says that uh, we have to acquaint ourselves with God, and he must be ours practically. And I think that that is the thing about Christian science that has always kept me um, close, if you will, is that it is totally practical. I'm so grateful that as a young child, I must have had one or two good Sunday school teachers because uh, as a young child, I remember once uh, getting a very uh, deep pain in my stomach and as I was laying uh, on the couch in great pain, I knew a little bit of the 23rd Psalm and I immediately started to repeat it to myself. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I, I, don't, I couldn't have been more than four or five years old, but it actually meant something to me that God is my shepherd and because of that, I shall not want any good thing. I shall not be deprived of any good thing. And within just a few minutes, all the pain, which had been terrible, left, and I was able to get up and go out and play with my friends and uh, have a good rest of the day. And I never forgot that healing. Um, and as I... As years went by, uh, and I was my faith in God was tested. Um, I had other healings. I was able to uh, learn more about Christian Science and and see others uh, as God sees them, and um, it it made for a rich uh, life and. Uh, a growing nearness to God and the practicality of Christian science was so clear to me that, uh, you know, no other religion even tempted me. No other, every other ism uh, that uh, came to me was just totally inadequate in comparison to this tremendous science that I was privileged to be learning. So I am so grateful that, and then God led me to this Plainfield Church, independent, uh, where my uh, experience in Christian science has, has been just tremendous. Um, I am so, so grateful that God has guided me uh, and continues to guide me I'm so grateful for all the blessings that uh, he has brought into my life, that uh, has given my life purpose um, and uh, meaning. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know wh where to be without it, and wouldn't want to be without it. So I tonight I am so grateful for the practicality uh, and the completeness of Christian science and so grateful to be learning a little bit of it every day. 
and it's so uh, so good to be with you all tonight. Thank you. Mishaila from Canada, go ahead. Good evening. I cannot tell you how grateful I am to be with you this evening, to be able to hear all those testimonies um, about God's love and God's practicality. Since Christian science came into my life, it's interesting, I never... I never doubted the truth of Christian science and that it is the truth. But I lacked the practicality. And you are lifting me up to another level. And all the testimonies today, in many it was said that we have to unsee the error. <laughs> And um, this is really, really helping me to make that more useful for me in, in every day. And I'm starting to unsee error in many things that come in front of my eyes every day. And the result of that is that I am becoming more calm and more or less, less influenced by this error. And I can see beyond it and see the good even more than, than before. So thank you very much for, for the readings tonight, for the hymns, for all your testimonies, and for everything which is done in the Plainfield Church. Thank you very much. Thank you. Luba from Ohio, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you so much for the readings and music and for all this church provides for the whole wide world. I want to express my gratitude to my practitioner for her continual support and the enlightenment she brings to me. A recent comment she made was that any discord should be seen as good represented negatively. Now, this made me stop and think. And Mrs. Eddy stated in Science and Health, the time for thinkers has come. And I can sum it all up by saying, this is the beauty of Christian science to make us think in the simplicity of it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Sally, for those beautiful readings. It means a lot, Divine Mind. Mrs. Eddie, in, in the Blue Book, page 217, shares with us something she did or did every morning. She says, the first thing I do in the morning when I awake is to declare I shall have no other mind before divine mind and become fully conscious of this and then adhere to it throughout the entire day and then the evil cannot touch me. This has helped very much because it is this mind, through this mind, that we are able to recognize 
quite quickly at over time what error wants to do. It tells us who we are. It tells us what God has created and therefore helps us to stand very confident in the healing presence of God. It also helps us not be mesmerized by the suggestions, many, many that come in different ways. So I have found them very, very helpful. And I I know that we say, oh, yes, every morning I wake up and say, but he says throughout the day, and it doesn't take you know, how many minutes to do it, but to remind ourselves that this is our only mind. I'm so grateful that, Sally, you chose to read tonight about this. And I know that if we practice it daily, as much as we can, but continuously, we will also have this mind because it is ours to have. It is ours to help us to be able to withstand and overcome the errors that come. I'm grateful for the testimonies, grateful for the music that you played, and also the hymns. I'm so grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. I have a few things to read tonight. Uh, first is a testimony from Iowa. I had a healing of one of my teeth. Um, one was chipped and there was some decay in it. So I was reading from the Martha Wilcox chapter, The Word Made Flesh. There are many helpful ideas in this chapter. And then I also studied um, in Science and Health, where Mrs. Eddy says, quote, you command the situation if you understand that mortal existence is a state of self-deception and not the truth of being, end quote. Um, I worked with these thoughts for a while, and then I found that my tooth uh, no longer was chipped and there was no more decay. feels whole and normal. I wanted to share this testimony that it might give hope and encouragement to others. I'm grateful for the Plainfield Church and all its workers and that they are sending out Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science to the world. I'm also grateful for practitioner help and support. It is sure an awesome thing to prove that science is the way of life. Thank you, Plainfield, with love and sincerity. And uh, this is from England. I'm so grateful for our church family and for what they do for all mankind on a day-by-day -day basis. The love that is here is palpable beyond measure and meant for all. I'm so very grateful for the practitioner's kindness, understanding, readiness, and incredible prayer support, for she truly knows the work of the shepherd show me how to go, how to feed thy sheep. Plainfield Christian Science Church is truly the light upon the hill, leading all home to our welcome home on high. My heart owes a deep sense of love and gratitude to God, to Mrs. Eddy, and to those who follow in her footsteps of truly loving their neighbor and providing the services to meet the needs of all. With gratitude to all of you. And this is a... Uh, from Australia, it's actually a, a 
letter of gratitude. It's, it was addressed to Jeremy, but uh, I'm going to read it. Uh, we wanted to thank you so very, very much for all the wonderful work that you do for the Global 24-7 Reading Room. We were out of range recently during a country retreat, and there were limited times when we were able to access the website. And wow, this really highlighted for us the huge blessing that our 24-7 reading room is. Even if you don't know yourself exactly what you need, we have found many times that God directs us to the very thing we needed at the very moment that we needed it. The Plainfield Independent Global 24-7 Reading Room is truly a more vast and mammoth collection of the finest Christian science teachings, almost more than I can even fathom. The pure Christian science articles, readings, meetings, testimonies, hymns, music, singing are presented in a very user-friendly way, and we know how much effort is required to do this. With the Autobots always set to try and interrupt the message, the fact that you you can stay on top of that problem proves that God is the power behind your work. Truly, Plainfield Independent is the Church of God to be a blessing so many of us to be blessing so many of us in this way. Free streaming of the twenty of the truth twenty four seven globally. Wow. Being out of range, I was so sorry not to be at the member meeting to trumpet our gratitude and love to all of you at Plainville Independent. Bicknell Young wrote, quote, seeing church divinely preserves it, end quote. And then he goes on to quote Jesus, who told to Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. Truly, Plainville Independent have divinely preserved Christian science upon the rock spoken of by dear Christ Jesus. Our Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Amen and amen. Our deepest love and thanks to you all. I would just like to add, it's interesting because in the in the law case, um, the one thing that we were denied by the organization was we couldn't have a reading room. <laughs> and Little did we know how this reading room that we now have, that everyone refers to our 24-7 global reading room, God certainly provided us with all things good, and nothing could be taken from us. And then I have one more from Virginia. Dear fellow members, for the many blessings this independent church continually imparts, I treasure and look forward to each and every day. From historical facts conveyed in our daily reading and Bible studies, from authentic biographies of Mary Baker Eddy, and from articles by old-time workers, we discover the real founding of our country, the United States of America. The article entitled Pilgrims by Elizabeth Earl Jones, reprinted from a 1916 Christian Science Journal, was included in the December 2022 Love is the Liberator and is absolutely excellent. I include my monthly contribution to continue the great work of this church in promoting truth and love and in following the Christ and peace for freedom, excuse me, the Christ to peace and freedom for all with gratitude and love. Tonight I would like to express my gratitude too for our our beautiful service, the music, readings, 
and testimonies. Um, I loved when it was read tonight from miscellaneous writings that Christian science is not a search after wisdom. It is wisdom. And I think that says it all in many ways. It's, and it is why it was talked about tonight as being so practical and also that there is no other need to go searching for other religions, as Gary was saying, other places, things that uh, might offer you something more. It is a total re revelation, and I'm so very, very grateful for it. Our dear Mrs. Eddie for giving it to us, for Christ Jesus, and uh, all the faithful workers who have carried it on. I'm so grateful to be with you all tonight. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 421. I'll read the third verse. O perfect mind, reveal thy likeness true, that higher selfhood which we all must prove, joy and dominion, love reflecting love. Alleluia, alleluia. Hymn number 421.